Naked Shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. I want to welcome everybody to the show. That was uh, now. That is um, a very awesome song that I love to listen to from time to time. I thought I put it on my show today here on Sprecher. Uh, Sprecher is one of our one of our other platforms we use to uh, get our message across about spirituality, uh, metaphysical, holistic, and all those cool things that we talk about. So uh, I haven't been here for a while. I've been pretty busy with other projects, and that's kind of how it goes sometimes. You try to uh, keep up with everything, and then you just have to adjust from time to time and um, just go with the flow. But I um, wanted to share some of my thoughts with you today about the work that I do, and uh, most of you know know me. Uh, I, I do a lot of stuff in the metaphysical community, the holistic community, uh, spiritual community. I'm very involved in drum circles. I'm very involved in um, shamanism, and um, just uh, also in readings and in channeling and all kinds of different aspects of that. Uh, shamanism is a very broad word for the work that I do. Um, some people call me an urban shaman, suburban shaman. Um, but uh, being your own shaman—that's that's the biggest thing. Just understanding what it is. It's you know, it's just another word for you know somebody who works in the different realms. Who works in the different aspects of uh, of life? So today I wanted to come and share and talk to you a little bit about um, you know just the typical things of uh, shamanism: the upper, the middle, the lower. Um, I mean, I'm here. I guess I'm here to talk to you today about the call, the call to shamanism, what it means to be called to this particular type of practice, this spirituality, this this belief system. Um, it's a very diverse uh, type of uh, belief. It encompasses um, and it and it commingles and and it expresses itself through different types of works and different types of religion. It can coexist with different things. Shamanism is one of the oldest. Um, I don't really want to call it religion, but it's one of the one of the oldest ways of practicing and connecting with spirit, connecting with Mother Earth, and connecting with her and understanding her. And uh, it's it's a reality. It's real. It's part. It's being you know. Uh, in connection with her and working with her in connection with spirit and understanding and and interpreting those words shamanism uh, for me comes in very different shapes and sizes and forms and styles there are shamans who are very plant oriented and they work with plants and there are very and there are other shamans who are very spiritually oriented and they work i mean they all have a similarity the shamanism is as as individual as the person themselves and how they work and what they do and how they do it. So I can't really label a shaman to be one way or another, but they all bring something to the table. It's the call. The call is different for everybody. The call for me is different. I'm not necessarily an ayahuasca minister or or priest or whatever you want to call me, but I do work with plants. I work with tobacco. I work in my garden. I, I work with certain types of herbs and different things like that. But um, that's where I'm at. That's where I resonate. That's where my energy carries me and takes me. So it's pretty exciting, um, the work I do. I work with you know, crystal stones, antlers, animals, um, just all the all kinds of different things, aspects. 
so but as most of you know I don't really work with ayahuasca I've taken ayahuasca I've used ayahuasca and I'm more connected I'm a more of connected type shaman a person who really tries to connect with earth and understand her for who she is and how she is um, don't necessarily have to jump on the the racing car or the you know the jet plane which is ayahuasca to teach me these things she does uh, have her own medicines and she does teach you things and she does open up your eyes and she does encompass and she does share with you things that uh, you possibly couldn't at a certain rate but the call is different for everybody the call is to understand that you know it's not a place it's not a destination it's it's a way of life it's a way of embracing what you already believe and encompass it with the things that you're going to be learning shamanism can be taught it can be learned it can be actually inspired it can be something that spirit just gives you directly uh, it could be something that's very lineage something that came from your family and you were chosen to but I think everybody's chosen to some kind of path uh, my path started very traditional like most people's I you know was born in South America was raised in a, in a, in a mixed family indigenous and European style and you know Catholicism was huge it was a big part of our lives um, but I always knew there was somewhere in the back of my mind as a child. I knew there was more. There was more to understand than just to assume that things were a certain way. Um, you know, I was the kid who talked to the dogs. I was the guy who talked to the birds. I could talk to animals. I could talk to the plants. I had a connection that I couldn't quite understand. But I tell you, it was one of those things that was pushed out of me very quickly by society here when I moved to the United States. And, you know, you didn't do that. It wasn't part of the culture. It wasn't embraced that way. It was looked at and it was sometimes demonized and it was shown as being wrong. And so for many years I just buried it, stuffed it away and you know, and it was very difficult. But I never lost that connection though. Even though I hid it, I was, you know, inside and just carried it with me. It was one of those things I just didn't want to, you know, show the world for a long time. And so I became very mainstream, I became very, you know, dogmatic in my ways of trying to fit in. And trying to be part of a, a culture that you know I was adopted into but not adopted into by invitation <laughs> adopted into by force and by creed and and to be able to you have to be there and just have to adjust very quickly and so it was really difficult as a, a little boy coming to this country and learning new ways and new culture new traditions um, and just learning to be an individual and be part of something so you know the way I look at it shamanism is one of those things that uh, is just tailored to uh, every individual person every individual person has their own type of shamanism so it excites me it excites me very much to share what I'm going to share today so uh, I'm glad that you take some time to you know be with me and um, you know and talk about these little things that you know move me and and that I love and I care about so today you know we covered a little bit about the call and understand what the call is the call is uh, to be open and to listen and to hear and if you're that person who hears the trees talking to you hears the animals and understands them on a level that you can't even interpret and understand then it's the call you're part of that call and that call can be an amazing ride but I'm here to talk to you today also as a, about the medicine that that we work with that all metaphysicians all holistic practitioners even doctors white coat doctors work with and I call that energy and energy is one of those things seen and unseen it's one of those things that you don't necessarily see all the time but it's there it's there it's like the electricity flowing through your light bulb 
in your house. The electricity that flows through, you know, your cables and your and the electrical wires of your house, and it, you know, turns things on. That's energy. That's living life force. That's something that's been harnessed. Man has learned very quickly how to harness things. Man has been a shaman for many, many years, in many, many centuries. Man has always wanted to have that connection with spirit and wanted to know. But man also wants to control and also wants to manipulate. Energy is one of those things, the electricity that flows through our, our light bulbs there and turns it on. That's life. That's energy. That's life force. Human beings have that too. We have that inside of our body. We have that connection inside of us that resonates with us, that's part of us. Uh, a lot of us, we would call that the, our aura. And the ancients knew this. The ancients knew all about this energy. They were connected to the earth. They were part of the earth. They worked with the earth. They understood. But not everybody in society at that time necessarily was one and one with it. There had special teachers. We had special uh, doctors. We, we called them shamans, or we called them witches, or we called them druid uh, priests. They had their own names. They had their different words. Um, before any organized religion came around, we had these people who taught, and it was a great honor to actually be taken. You know, it was very scary, and to be taught, and to be there in training with somebody who knew and was connected with the earth to teach somebody and show them. Today, those teachings have changed a lot. They're very similar, but the teachings are different because we live in a different society now. We live in a different world now. We live in a world that is very, very, very populated, number one. Number two, we're constantly building. We're constantly working on creating space for living. And sometimes we overpopulate areas because we want to be in those areas because that's where the opportunities are. That's where the foundations are. But there are many parts of the world that are, are unscathed that have not been touched. They are very virgin-like. And these places are very magical. But now I take you back and we go back to the city. We go back to the urban setting where most of us live. To be a naked shaman is to be exposed and to understand that, you know what, this world that we live in now is completely different, very different, very different to the fact that we um, have to approach it much differently in honor and respect. We have lost the capacity to respect and honor and to take things for granted. And, you know, and we pay that price. We pay that huge price when the roads break down, when our sidewalks crumble, when our air becomes polluted because of the concentration of people who are in the certain areas, we pay for that. We pay for that dearly through sickness, through disease, and all these different aspects. So I've come to learn from the teachings that I've learned from different teachers in different sages and just being in classes and just listening and understanding that a lot of the disease that we create in our body, the dysfunction in our body, are from our own doing. Of course, there are some outside sources who help manipulate and speed up that process. And so when we start to believe in things and we start to doubt and we start to have those feelings where we don't quite understand who we are as human beings, that affects us. That affects our body. It affects us. You know, we become ill. But do we become ill because our body doesn't know how to communicate with us? Yes, absolutely. We do not learn. We have forgotten how to communicate with our bodies and how to heal. Uh, a good friend of mine, and I've heard this many times, but a good friend of mine always reminds me. She doesn't take pills and she goes, you know what? I believe that on the earth there's, there's a cure for everything that ails you. There's a cure out there. There's a plant. There's, there's, there's a remedy. There's something that you can put together and mix it and work it that will heal you and cure you. I believe that. But here's the thing. We've lost that connection. Losing that connection and not understanding, but we know it's out there. 
in the medical fields have also worked for many years to synthesize and to dupl duplicate things that are, are natural and, and in the nature. And that's what we do. In today's society, we don't cure, we don't help. We as don't associate the whole with the disease. We, we separate the two. We're going to cure the disease. We're going to work on the disease. We're not going to work on the person. That's become a business, become something so so disenfranchised, so, so separate, that humans don't mean anything anymore. The humans are just a number. And that's a shame. That's a total shame that it has to be that way. But here's the thing. Even though that's happening, the understanding is this, that there are miracles happening every day. Every day a miracle occurs. And the miracle is this, that these green things that grow out in our yard, they help us. They can help us if we learn, but we have to learn. We have to educate ourselves. We have to get around people who know this stuff. We have to get around different sources in order to understand that. So I encourage you and I invite you to learn as much as you can. These spontaneous healings do exist and they are there every day. Every day there's something in our body breaking down, but there's a spontaneous healing. There's an urge to want to live and to be you know, more than what we are. Our time on this planet is limited, but of course that's just how things are. That's how we we have created and how great spirit has created and you know we have a certain time we have a certain limit and we have a certain breaking point in our bodies but there's no sense that we can't keep our bodies healthy in the process keep our temple you know up and going our temple and our spirit and our soul they're all working together to keep us going to keep us moving so that spontaneous healing occurs every day and those miracles occur every day. The ancients knew this. The ancients knew this. They knew this. And there was there was these secrets. And they, they kept it secret because they didn't want everybody to know. It's just how man is. Man likes to control things. But we're now in a time and we are now in a society. And we're in a place where it's time to share again. It's time to share. So let's take a really quick break and we'll be right back. You are listening to WithInsightsRadio.com your free online resource for achieving self-discovery and inspiration. With Insights Radio is a listener-supported radio station. Your donations are greatly appreciated. We cover a variety of topics, interviews surrounding metaphysical, holistic, and natural medicine, alternative healing, and therapies, and much more. Thank you for tuning in to WithInsightsRadio.com. Welcome back. All right, so we've been talking a little bit about energy. Energy is one of those things that has been around and it's going to be around. It's all over the place. It's all over the universe. It's every place you can imagine. Energy is just one of those things that just doesn't, doesn't go away. So, energy. A lot of us know it as a good way to gauge and see energy is you've seen these aura taking picture cameras. These cameras that take pictures of our auras, which are totally amazing. And um, they're really cool too. So, some of you have gone to different, you know, uh, expos and different things like that where you've seen these pictures taken and you've seen your picture uh, colors and different things that associate with that. Well, that's your energy. That's your energy field. That's your aura. That's the part of you that, you know, that sometimes there are people who have learned to see that, who've learned to uh, observe that. And it's really cool to actually sit there and, and see that energy and to see your aura and to see and to recognize it, which I think is really cool. So a lot of us know that through the Vedic studies and different types of uh, the Sanskrit uh, 
uh, teachings and different things like that. It's called the chakras. The chakras are the wheels of the light. That's what they call them, the wheel of light. The chakra points are the things that we see and the things that we um, um, know are there. And we feel it and we know that there are spirals. But this is a good way to understand what happens. Our body becomes compromised. And these chakra points in our body, they work together in an alignment. Uh, some say that there are seven major chakras. Uh, some say there are 20 minor ones. I don't think anything is minor personally. Uh, the major is the minors are just as major as the you know vice versa. But today I just want to talk to you a little bit about you know these little funnels, these little vortexes that move in our body. Uh, these little body, these little energy spaces in our body are, are super important to us, and we need to keep that going. I'm not going to get into too much detail how to keep them active and how to keep them going. That's something that you can listen to on a show later on. But I, I just want to go down the list for those people who don't understand what chakra points are. They are the part of the body, and the part of the. And you've probably seen diagrams. This is probably so, um, maybe 101. But that's okay. That's what we're going to teach you here on the Naked Shaman Show today. You know, just uh, you know, a reminder or something to you know think about. Uh, the root chakra is our base chakra. It's the red. It's located at the base, the genitals. That's, you know, where we have our drive and we ground ourselves, our kundalini energy. Uh, you hear a lot of people saying, ah, my root chakras, I need to get grounded, whatever. And you hear the people going through that. So that's one of your first chakra points. Very sacred, very balanced, very strong. We have to have a strong base. Okay. The second one is in is your sacral and your sexual uh, chakra. And this is, this is located between your first chakra and your waistline. This is the orange chakra. This is your sacral. Super, super. All these chakras are super important. We want to keep them spinning. You want to keep them going. Uh, you will go to different practitioners who can recognize if your chakras are out of alignment, if they need adjusting. And because one chakra does affect another chakra uh, point as we flow, it affects all the different parts of your body. It affects your, your, your muscles, your, your meridian points, your nervous system. Everything is we want to find good balance in that and good harmony so we can have a good flow so your next one is your soul plexus it's the yellow it's the power center seat and that's where your this is your mental body this is your navel and this is this is between your breast your breastbone here and your navel up and down if you can you could picture my, my navel and my breastbone right here okay this is about self-esteem and ego this is where you feel it right you usually feel that that I kind of want to say gut feeling sometimes just kind of moves up and down through there you can feel that and then we kind of move up up the chakra points we go to number four which is the heart center the heart center is the green it's that it's in your chest it's the seat of the astral body it's the connection to astral plane it's the physical the spiritual because the heart the heart has its own consciousness it has its own um, resonance it's so different from where the brain is in the different parts of the organs, but the heart is, is an amazing is an amazing thing. The heart has its own. And I could hold do I could do a whole show half hour show on just the heart. It's just totally amazing. And then we go down to the throat, the center. The chakra is the blueprint of your physical body. It's that cobalt blue. It's you opening your mouth and speaking your true voice and saying, "This is how I feel." So many people have a hard time with the throat chakra and the physical body <clears throat> and understanding and speaking that so I'm not here to tell you exactly what to do I just want to kind of just do a little review course and we'll keep moving on through so the third eye is the center of your forehead 
right center, the violets, the seat of the celestial body. It's about discernment and understanding that, the celestial body. So we go to seven, it was the crown. The crown is the top of your head. It's the radiant, the gold, the white. The light connects you to spirit. That's where we, we connect to spirit. And spirit connects with us and vice versa. And we, we hear the voice of spirit. And then number eight is the soul star. Okay, This is be, between three to five feet above your head. And this is the seat for higher self, communication with higher self. And this is something that we don't really do anymore. We don't really communicate with higher self that, you know, in trust that there's a higher version of ourselves. We're so conditioned to believe that there's an external force out there, something that is much more than us, which there is. I'm not here to discount that. But we also, there's a part of us that's connected to that. And that connection, that connection, you know, we sever that connection sometimes. The soul star, the soul star connection to higher self. So when we open ourselves to higher understanding, higher learning, and higher feeling, the world changes for us. To understand that we are also the I am, we are part of that, of that magical, that magical embrace that travels throughout the universe. It has no concept of time. It, 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 there is no time. There's just, just, just infinite love there. So higher self communicates, and then when your crown chakra, you know, we open to the spiritual awake. All these different points on the on the medicine wheel, all these different points on the chakra points, you know, just imagine that they're all they look very similar. You have seven points on the medicine wheel, and you have seven points or eight on your chakra points, depending what belief system you come from, you know. So it's no it's no wonder sometimes why we're compromised we're compromised because our energy is compromised and our bodies compromised and you know in America you know there's so much hospitalization that goes on and it's hospitalization is one of the hugest and the biggest things that causes death you know here in our country and all over the world you know we put people in the hospital and we try to fix them and we try to you know pop them with pills and that's it but sometimes we don't understand that the energy is just stuck and it's not flowing and it needs to be moving and I think the day when we start to understand that if we go back to the old ways and start teaching again that energy has to flow energy follows intent the intention the intention to heal to self-heal all healing is self-healing when we teach people how to heal themselves and how to embrace themselves and teach a person how to fish versus giving them a fish that's an old proverb you know that's something that we we've we're lacking we're lacking we're not teaching society anymore how to heal because society doesn't want you to heal I'm not saying that all aspects don't but you know what there needs to be a, a resurgence to teach people how to live I'm not saying we have to live forever but we could live healthy. We can live lives that are functional. We don't have to be crippled by disease. We don't have to be sitting here going, wow, I can't move. I can't talk. You know, this is a shame. We, as a society, cannot embrace this disease mentality. Disease lives where there's dysfunction. Disease lives where there's anger. All these things we can change. Am I saying you have to be happy 24 hours 7? No, you don't have to be happy 24-7. But you don't have to be angry all the time. 
be mindful of your thoughts be mindful of your feelings and that's hard to do but you know what I'm little by little step by step you can do it you can do it so let's take a quick little break and I'll be right back you are listening to with insightsradio.com your free online resource for achieving self-discovery and inspiration with insights radio is a listener supported radio station your donations are greatly appreciated we cover a variety of topics, interviews surrounding metaphysical and holistic, and natural medicine, alternative healing modalities, and much more. Thank you for tuning in to WithInsightsRadio.com. Welcome back to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia, the Naked Shaman. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in on this little half-hour segments that I do here on Sprecher, uh, on their broadcasting network. Because uh, I find it very important. Sometimes we just need to get to the quick points and quick, quick places. Um, I invite you to come and visit me at iggygarcia.com. That's my personal website. You can get information to visit me there, or you can actually send me an email at iggygarcia@gmail.com, or visit me on Facebook. Look for Iggy Garcia. I'm there. Um, so you know, I have different places. I do teach shamanism. I do teach uh, metaphysical different styles. Uh, we have other radio shows that we do. So if you like what we talked about a little bit today, drop me a line. Drop me a line. We can talk a little bit more. Because uh, our time is limited here. And I wanted to be able to share these thoughts with you. Because I find them super important. So we know that, recap, the energy is one of those things that is very important. And we address disease too much in this culture. And not the person. That's something that we have to start changing and shifting. But one of the biggest things is understanding the call, the path you're on. You don't have to be a shaman. You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be a massage therapist. But it's a call. We're all called. Every single one of us. Every single one of us is called to something. Something very magical. Something very different. So I invite you. I invite you to explore your spirituality. I invite you to read about. Experience. Nothing wrong with just checking things out doesn't mean you have to actually be that just because you go to a class doesn't mean all of a sudden you're a shaman no shamanism is something that it's innate and very individual to the person some people don't like the word call themselves shamans that's fine we're not here to discuss that we're here just to discuss and open the possibilities of understanding the possibilities to something completely different so I invite you to visit me at iggygarcia.com I invite you to explore Explore the world in ways that you never have. Next time you see the building across the street from you in your office or your house, think about it. They used to be the earth. That was a, a mountain. The house across the street was a tree. This is how simple it is to understand these things and how simple it is to embrace these things. I personally give thanks to Sky Father and I give thanks to Earth Mother. I give thanks to Creator, I give thanks to the Great Spirit, I give thanks to everything because you never know what is what. And I give thanks, to, especially to Pachimama, Pachimama is the Earth Mother, the Gaia. Because living on her, I have these opportunities to do these shows and share with you. And I can breathe and understand. So, with every drumbeat, every heartbeat, I always remember the Earth Mother and give thanks to her. So, folks, just go out and do, do your best. Do your very best with each moment you have, with each opportunity that you have. 
with each breath that you have, with each embrace. Look at the people around you. Thank them for being in your life. Even if they don't say thank you to you, give thanks to that tree. You're alive because of the plant and the life forms on this planet. Because you can breathe. So with that, I want to say have a great afternoon. I'll talk to everybody soon. Peace and love. Hope one hope one Talk to you next time. Naked Shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show.